Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Borkes. I'm Sarah C. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's up? Not much. Just chilling on this hot day. Well, as you know, I never have trouble with sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, it's like 1 a.m. and I'm just laying there and I don't think my mind was just like, ah. And I'm like, I forgot to watch this thing. So I watched this thing at 1 a.m. on my phone in bed and um, I want to talk about it, but I think we should do it on Patreon. Okay. Let's Sorry do for it. the tease, you guys, but there's some alleged alleged cast members on the Valley that, you know, I don't know. Do you have confirmation on that? Like, I, it makes sense, I assume, but, you know, the ones we've talked about before seem more the confirmed ones, but yeah, I don't I, know. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I feel like they're going to be, like, a friend of, which is weird, because I think they could definitely be main, but... Um... I think they definitely want to, based on what I've discovered. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you guys, so go over to Patreon after this, and I want to um, talk about talk about some people behind their back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? In all fairness, although they have put themselves out there a ton, you know, if they're not on the show, like it's, it's private. Once they're on the show, then maybe talk a little more publicly. Totally. So until then, it's behind the back. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and, it, and it's not talking behind the back if like the yeah the content is out there. You know that's all we're talking about. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, we're not making making shit up. No, it's just it's just juicy yes. kind of uh, interesting stuff to to dig up. And Absolutely. speaking of juicy, we've got a lot of podcast wars going on. What are your thoughts on that? And do we want to jump in the middle of them? <laughs> I mean, I, ever since, you know, I watched YouTube those years ago, my OG listeners know that I was a huge YouTube fan. I thought we should, like, come out with a podcast war a long time ago and do, like, a diss track on someone else, and I thought it would be great. Um, but, no, I've had my popcorn out this week, and I'm just going, it just keeps, like, more and more keeps happening, and I'm just like, <laughs> whoa. It's, like, kind of, it's kind of nice to, like, not be in it and just watch, you know? I always thought it'd be fun to have a podcast um, where you like, <laughs> like imitated or made fun of other podcasts, like just, you know, amplified, just yeah. s- like a spoof, yes. not like, of course, tear- not like tearing them down, like a roast, mm-hmm. like in good spirit, but like, you know, because every, including ourselves have our little peculiarities and little things we do that are either endearing or annoying. Um, and I'm not exempting ourselves by any means because I personally don't know how you listen to me because I can't. But, you know, thank you for doing it. Um, Holly thanks you. Yes. <laughs> um, anyways, so, yeah, I think it'd be fun, but it would also be a lot. And yeah. There's some we could weigh in on. I mean, we were at Sheena's show, so, uh, like, we were witness to part of – what was what went on but not all of it so I don't really feel like unless I saw every single thing that happened it's not really my place to weigh in there's plenty of people that have I feel like yeah I feel like we saw everything but obviously we couldn't hear everything and that's the part that I feel like is important you know yeah and I feel like that's really the part that's in question too (laughs) oh man yeah and I and there's like good points and I think I forgot to tell my one story. Remember I was going to do it on Patreon about my personal conversation with someone. Yeah. Yeah. And the shade. Yeah. I think I forgot to talk about it on Patreon. So you maybe did. I, you did. I, I didn't know if you did that on purpose or uh, I forgot I was going uh, to, but now I don't know if I should. <laughs> yeah. That might start another war. <laughs> well, I know. Just like people like to take things, even though it's on Patreon, you're not supposed to do that. Obviously, we know they do it because that's where Heather McDonald got into a big bind because people are taking things from her Patreon and 
Oh boy, that's a mess. On on like everyone's front. Like I think I don't know. I feel like anything that I say in Patreon, like I would be okay with it getting out. Um but I just know that like it is a little like I like I would like to get obviously way more juicier in there and a little more gossipy. Um but, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Like, if, any, if anyone ever came back to me and was like, I heard you said, like, I, I always try to, like, kind of make sure that if the person came back to me, I'd be okay with what I said. You know what I mean? That I could back it up. But, like, that kind of already did happen. And, okay, the thing I'm talking about, I guess I could just own it if they came at me because it's exactly what happened. And I should feel slighted. And yeah. It's, like, I'm over it. Like, I really wasn't hurt. My feelings weren't hurt. Maybe because I sometimes don't have any, but I wasn't hurt. I was just more shocked well, that I, I feel like you would do something like I, that or say. Like, I, I also like to look at, at um, our Patreon people as, like, our friends. Not that I don't look at, at our entire podcast as our friends, but it's, like, those are the ones that are, like, really investing in us. And pretty much that's, like, letting us know that they're, like, our, you know, they're in it with us. Like, I, I feel like they're our friend. And I feel like that, what happened to you, is totally something that, like, you're getting a drink with your friend and you're like, hey, like, listen to this. And, like, the person's going to go, what? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I don't think it would, like, affect anyone else but, like, your friends, you know, to be like, that's crappy. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not shit-talking the person. I'm just telling a story of something totally. that happened. Much like what happened with, Zachary reality and one of you guys went and like ran to him and like kind of twisted the story I was just telling a story of what happened we have since like talked and met each other and worked it out and he's fantastic I never said he wasn't we were just retelling a story of something that happened and it got twisted along the way into like some negative thing and it was like well it was like you know, it was I mean, a yeah, funny it, story. Well, and I think, I think, yeah, and I think that's what happens when, um, when anyone is mentioned on any podcast and a fan of theirs is listening. Like, I think it's like very fun to take that little piece and go, hey, by the way, these people were talking about you, and right away, as like a podcaster, content creator, whatever you call yourself. Like, you're like, what What did they say? And if they're telling a story that you don't quite remember or you don't remember it like that, of course it's going to be jarring and you're going to be like, what? Like, that's either that's not what happened or that's not how I saw, you know, like it's, it is, it gives you just this weird feeling, you know? Or people take stuff that we weren't even talking about someone, but they made it about someone that happened recently with someone that we are friends with. And they came to us and were like, what? We don't know what you're talking about. And then remember it happened a couple years ago with that really super popular IG page. Yeah. And you were like, I wasn't even talking about them. Yes. <laughs> I was, but you weren't. <laughs> yeah, no, I was. You know what I mean? It's just like, it feels like, real, like Cindy Brady tattletale, like, oh, I think they're talking about this person. I'm fiercely loyal with this person, so I'm going to go tattle on them. It's like, first of all, we probably aren't even talking of the person you're thinking. And also, don't like to, like, shit talk other content creators or podcasters unless they've done something really shitty. Like, that's not where we're coming from. We might have a story, but it's not coming from a place of shit talking anybody. We don't want to do that. Like, that's... We'd like to support others totally. in the community and not tear them down. Absolutely. So anyways, um, it's just been interesting to watch. And I know people have asked us to weigh in on both like the, the Zach Adam thing and the Heather McDonald, Jeff Lewis thing. Like, I don't listen to Jeff Lewis. God, I hate Skype. Yeah. Oh, man. So we got some spotty internet going on, but we're back. Okay. So I don't even know. So- I don't even know where. Oh, go ahead. No, no, finish. (laughs) (laughs) I was just saying, I don't really listen to Jeff Lewis. I listened to a couple with this scandal going on, but I don't know from like him calling Heather a thief and that, that Crystal Lama should press charges. seems pretty ridiculous to me. Yeah. But at the same time, I've heard some of the stories Justin tells, but I've heard her rebuttal to it. It's all like everybody has their side in their story. I think Jeff needs to like stay out of it because he seems to be making it more out to than maybe it is. Yeah. What were your thoughts? Not that I'm like reveling in Heather's um, like 
drama, but it is nice to see like such a big personality and like like someone with such a huge platform like spiral. We've talked about it on our podcast how we've spiraled over, you know, reading comments or this or what whatever it is. Um so yeah. it's just it's kind of like comforting that this happens to everyone and like everyone has these moments to like there's these highs and these lows and um yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Uh yeah. I like I I don't know how I would how I would handle that like if I would so publicly show that I was upset or I don't know. It's it's interesting to watch. Yeah. Well, speaking of spiraling, I was listening to Jackson and Brittany. <sighs> they have the same podcast every week. Ask us this question, y'all. And it's like, you can't do every week like that. You can do some, yeah. but not every week. But she was spiraling because she went into Reddit, which she doesn't always do. But she, I, this made me laugh. She's like, but my friend Janet said, Brittany, you better get on in there into you know, ah. Reddit. And I'm like, of course. <laughs> of course, Janet's like perusing Reddit and telling everybody everything. Um, but yeah, it was about the mammals, beer cheese thing. And she said that, she had the trademark, but then, like, they let it go when they couldn't make it here, and then it was COVID, but she re, like, redid it, and she does have the trademark. Oh, um, good. So, to all you haters and trolls, but she was saying, yeah, some of the comments, she just can't believe, like, people uh, say things like that. Oh, my gosh. I Okay, I saved a, a clip. This is just funny. Like, this is comic relief. You have to hear what Jack says about, you know, because they're talking about, why can't y'all just be positive? And and he's like, I'm there for the fans. And it's so funny. Uh, okay, let me see if I can find this right clip here. Okay. Is this the one? Okay, where are we? You're always so kind and welcoming, going up to fans, commenting back. Yeah, you're commenting back. You're like, shut up, you fat troll. Yeah. You're crazy. I will say when we were at Vanderpump Dog Day, Brittany was very good with the fans. Like, she would stop and take pictures. Like, she was doing way more of the work than Jack. See, like, he would just, like, storm away. Um, Oh, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that of her but he's the one saying like I know no their, he goes out of his way to be nice to the fans it's like it's just the opposite what are you talking about someone must have really like um like really got into his face and been like you lost everything because of your shitty attitude because he's saying the words that he needs to say but you can tell like there's nothing behind it like but but I, I feel like someone was like, you lost everything because of the way you treat your fans. You're not grateful, and it will be taken away again. So he's like, I, we signed up for this. We, da, 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 you know, all the things. Yeah, there's more he said, too, about being humble and, yeah, just all sorts of stuff. You're just like, who are you? Yeah. Well, speaking of them, the Jackson Studio City website is still up. If you guys haven't checked it out, check it out. It's it's wor- it it's worth a story. check out, yeah. Yeah, we put it in our story, but it's just like the main page. Because if you get into it, a lot of it's pretty mean. 
I'm not saying you're not going to laugh, but also sometimes Brittany gets drugged down with the jacks of it all. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying she hasn't been problematic from time to time. Everybody is. Um, but yeah, go check it out. It's jaxastudiocity.com. They got that website domain. So who knows what Jax's Studio City's website will be <laughs> for the legit one. I have mm. such a hard time with that name. Like even when I'm reading it, like – you know, like when you like, it's not a smooth read across the name. It's like Jax's City. Like, how about just Jax's or Jax's Sports Bar, or Jax's Hockey Nest? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> something. It's just yeah, it's a lot of. Yeah. Okay, moving on in the same category, then Kristen and Luke. So they did a podcast kind of like talking about relationship issues and the ups and downs. And then they went to her OBGYN together and great news. She's, you know, she's 40, but she didn't freeze her eggs, but apparently she's fertile myrtle. So they should have no trouble conceiving a baby. I felt like she was a little too confident. Like, you just might want to, you know, just be cautious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But that's, you know, that's great for her. I hope that it works out smoothly. Um, It sounds like they could be, you know, trying sooner rather than later. So after the Valley wraps, which should be soon, they are going to Colorado to do their own project with Rachel and Greg. Okay. So all I can envision is... Rachel and Kristen, this is Rachel O'Brien, you guys, Stasi's former BFF minion, whatever you may want to, you know, think of her as she's a stand up, was a stand up comedian. I don't know if she still is. I think she has a podcast now on crime or murder. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But, anyways, I can see those two because they're very into sketch comedy. <laughs> I can see them because. Rachel and Greg live next to Luke's ranch. So that's how they all know each other. Kristen met Luke at their wedding, blah, blah, blah. Don't you think they're probably pitching like, let's do our own simple life. And it'll be like you and me, city girls on the ranch. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like that's And I think they're self-producing it and they're going to try and shop it around. But unfortunately, I think, you know, between the crappy lake like that was just done and that was done with two huge stars like no one knows who rachel is and you know for the most part and no one knows who Kristen is really for the most part if we're talking like yeah i mean i would watch it but i don't know yeah i would watch it too but yeah that's i feel like that might be a hard pitch unless there's something we haven't seen some idea, you know, a new idea. Yeah. So anyways, I guess that's one of their projects that they'll be moving on to next once the Valley wraps. She also had a clip that made me laugh. Okay, I need to find this one. Okay. I don't mean to make fun of her, but this is how I read it. I'm going to play you the clip and just we'll go from there. Okay. Okay, hold on. And something that I've also learned lately is in the thoughts of building a family. Um, a good friend of ours told us, like, it takes a village to raise a family, right? Yeah, yeah at least, yeah, whatever your village is, whether it is but your it takes a village, family, not, friends, not whatever like it is. A whole state. So you're allowed. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to, like, okay, first of all, does she think her friend just, like, said that? Like, <laughs> my friend told me that, you know what? It takes a village to raise a child. Isn't that cool? My friend said that. I was like, fuck, no. She's not saying this. Is she? She's heard this before. Please tell me. And then, like, she doesn't even truly understand the meaning of it. And she doubles down to be like, no, but it takes, like, a village. Like, not like a state. Not like a whole state. A village. Like she took it because she goes on to say how she's cutting out friends in her life or or diminishing her role in their lives. You know how right. Kristen is like, 
caretaker. And that gets really draining when it's one-sided. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a smart thing for her to do. But I think she she meant this in the, the context of we don't need that many people involved in our kid's life, but it takes the village of our people to raise it, but not, not the state and not all our friends. And I'm like, that's not what it means at all. <laughs> Yeah, what what's also, like not your friend's quote, okay? Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think. She's like, "You know what? My friend told me the days are long, but the years are short." <laughs> like what? Like everyone says that. Like that's a thing, you know. You know what? After all, tomorrow is another day. <laughs> she's like, "You know what they say? Live Laugh, love. Eat, <laughs> pray, love. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Holly, that's brilliant. Someone said that. Did you just make that up? She's like, you know, no, you know I got it up <laughs> <some fall. laughs> She's like, you know what what I what I want for our child? I want to tell them dance like no one's watching. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you dance. I hope you dance. I hope you dance. All right. Well, sorry, Kristen. I just thought it was kind of funny. That was funny. (laughs) Uh, 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 Okay. So did we touch on Sunday's finale? I think we did in San Francisco. But I think since it came out, we've heard that Jeremiah and other producers were trying to push Ariana into filming a scene with Sandoval and that's why she stormed off. Yes. Okay. And then I've also since heard the, the, the guy throwing the stuff is a, was a friend of Kyle chance. He's like a nurse, but a personal friend. Oh, so not a crasher, not a stranger, which is also interesting because James commented on our post with one of the clips you posted and he's like, I had to kick him out of VIP four times. But I'm like, well, if he's Kyle's friend, who are you to kick him out of VIP? Right. Yeah. Is Kyle closer with James? Then I don't know. I don't know. And then we have Billy Lee coming out saying that he was a stalker of hers. He knew too much information about her. I'm like, that was like the the most bizarre thing uh, of, uh, like when she first came out and said that, I was like, "Huh?" Like that, it just yeah. it just didn't like quite fit into the story. But sheesh, I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, is he a friend of Kyle's? Kyle and Billy are pretty good friends, so you would think Kyle would know he was a stalker of Billy's if the guy was. Who knows? But. Maybe Kyle Chan needs to get on a podcast and explain it. Yeah. So, I don't know. The only other thing going on, I haven't really dived into the, even though I watched the show, the Carl and Lindsay of it all, because I did the the same thing with Maurizio and Kyle. Like, I don't really care. Also, it's another Scannable, and I'm just still tired from our own Scannable, and that's our focus, and I want to keep it our focus. So to dive into this Carl Lindsay thing, but one thing I did hear was interesting. I heard that like there was possible cheating and a possible pregnancy scare. I don't know that I believe that. Like Carl doesn't the the recent sober Carl doesn't seem like he would do that. Who knows? But one thing I heard, which I think is true, is that he contacted production and told them before he told her. See, he like I feel like like that the lifestyle of reality TV would be so strange because there's like this like there would just be like this undercurrent of like I can't trust anyone. Like that like what like can't something stay like a little private? Like that's crazy. I mean some of the speculation was because he told them 2 days before the the deadline to cancel and get your money back. Oh. But then there's but then there's guests that have not officially been told, so they don't know if to cancel the trip or not. But now the deadline's passed, so <gasps> did he just fuck all their guests? Oh. Um, and then it's really gross if you truly told protection before your fiancé and best friend. Like, that's 
really gross. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I also haven't um, done a deep dive on that because, yeah, like I just I can't take it. Like it's it's like it's the whole thing all over again. And there's another theory, 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 which it's I don't know if others have this. I just it popped into my head. I it was very questionable if Carl and Lindsay would be asked back. They were already on thin ice last season. Like, they're alienated from the whole group. Maybe things have changed this season. I don't know. They just wrapped filming. But they were alienated. They weren't friends with anyone. They kept leaving the house because of issues and arguments. Carl's sober. The whole show is about getting incessantly wasted. That's all they do. So for Carl to be sober there and also delicate, you know, he's not like, like Lala's like, nope, I'm never tempted once. Like, he's more sensitive to it than she is. Uh-huh. Um, and then with Lindsay Jane, I don't know. It, and then they go off and get married. Like everyone's already making fun of the show. It's like, Oh, it's married house. It's too coupley. It's supposed to be a party house. So I think they were on thin ice for not getting their contracts renewed and making a move like this would certainly help guarantee that. And also some were saying, Oh, by contacting production, he made a deal like, look, I'll give you this if you insure me a contract. Right. I don't know. That's shady, but that's some of the theories floating around. Yeah. And like you said, you really can't trust anyone. So yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Anything else going on in Vanderpumpy world? I remember, um, remember for a while that the rumor was going around that Raquel was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, we've just we've had it all. Um, yep. nothing. Vanderpump's been like very quiet. Like it's just you know the cast is just sharing their personal live content, which just isn't as exciting as when we know they're filming and everything. <laughs> so it's like going out to dinner, their kids. Like I'm just like, eh. like it's nothing's really happening, and and it's a nice little break, you know. Yeah, I mean, James announced he's going to do another See You Next Tuesday. Why? I don't know why. You'd think he'd be sick of it. I can't imagine it would be a great turnout unless people there don't realize that filming wrapped. And they're like, oh, it's going to be, you know, it's like they're not unless they're doing pickup shots, maybe. Yeah. He also announced he'll be doing a show Saturday night at BravoCon. Heather McDonald's also got a sold-out show Saturday night at BravoCon. And then I believe... That's when the Saturday night is when Andy has his big, like, watch what happens live show. Jeez, a lot going so, on. Yeah. I- I'm hesitant to f- figure out our schedule with you guys going until we get the schedule. And I don't think we got the schedule until a week or two before. But, I mean, I think, like, we should bank on, like, Saturday or unless it's, like, a – that's just too booked up. Maybe we all meet for Sunday morning or something. Yeah. Um, like before you take off Holly, um, I'm going to scope out where, uh, next week, you know, some options to meet up would be, we've had a dinner offer thing, but I just think it might be too hard to commit people when everyone's going to have a different schedule based on their interests of the show, because shit goes to like six o'clock. And then if you're going to one of the Saturday night events, you're going to want to like quick eat and change and get ready and go to your event. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know if we, if a dinner thing would work with everyone's different schedules, but like a, you know, a couple hour period where people could come and go, I think might flow better. Yeah. So anyways, we'll scope that out. What will seem to be the most convenient spot easy for everyone to get to and also if you guys can let us know you can dm us or email us party at gmail or hit us up on the patreon where you're all staying are, are most people staying at caesar's or are they staying at Harrah's or the link or paris um because if like 90 percent of the people are at one hotel maybe we should make our spot there right to meet up so lots of things to take into consideration well and the yeah and the nice thing about um us like kind of like tag teaming this is like i can also set up shop 
you know, in like the walkway of everybody too. So then there could be like a little, like a little area where everyone could come too. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, you know, in those halls, they always they always have like chairs and couches in the hallway. Yeah. So we could set up something like that. Yeah. Um, That'd be really fun. And I had a fantastic idea. And also in the middle, last night was very productive. I have a great idea of what, what we should give away and or maybe sell in the future, which also ties in my original idea of what I wanted to sell on Amazon. But, you know, I have to write it. I think I have the answer to both in one Ooh. mind thing. Okay. And I'm super excited about it. Awesome. To do it. Awesome. So anyways, I think we need to start uh, I'm a pinned post or a mini group or something of, of BravoCon goers. Yeah, for sure. I'm sorry, you guys. Yeah. I feel like our, our connection. I don't know where we do that. Our connection is so um, choppy today. I don't know what's going on. And like, it's like totally midday. I don't understand why we're dropping off like this. Hmm. Weird. So sorry, it's a little gargly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, do you want to get into OC? Yes. All right. I was a little horrified for Shannon when Dr. Moon told her that her face and belly are drooping and that she eats too much and talks too much. That is... I don't think I want to go there. No. <laughs> I feel I, I feel like I've gone to like that type of doctor where like that's their answer for everything. It's like, you know, like stress. Yeah, or or stressed. stop eating, like lose weight, like what you know. And it's like, okay, what else? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, di- I didn't like that. I always got this stress thing, and it was always like asked upon a time when I had the least amount of stress. I'm like, um, no, why is this worse when I'm least stressed? So. Take your stress and give me a real fucking answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she revealed that she's working on, okay, that she's interesting to know. She's only really breaking even with real for real. I guess if my two bottles really made a dent. Um, but good to know. Yeah. But she's been working on this colonic business with Dr. Moon so that like you can attach this colonic to your toilet seat and then like the tip won't fall off in your ass. I'm telling you right like, now, I will, <laughs> I, I, I have not bought real for real, but I would buy that sooner than I would buy this. <laughs> I'm not putting that up my butt. Oh, Oh, I thought you went that in reverse. I was like, the real for real is all it is. It's just like what Yolanda Hadid does. Well, I mean, it's just constant. Traded lemon and cayenne, but like that's what like I I would buy that like fine like I, I would buy that but I I I'm not there's no way yeah I know and then like it's, yeah mm. and like yeah. would you really want to be in that business where like the customer comes back to you like with it like all like filled with poop and they're like this didn't work like I didn't like this I need to return it <laughs> like gross. <laughs> Ugh. Well, <laughs> good luck, Shannon. Yes. The you guys, the Peacock version. If you if you watch it on Bravo instead of Peacock, you did not have to go through all of the details that we had to see on Peacock. There was like it was way more detailed. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I watch both. Yeah. I watch Bravo for enjoyment, and then I take notes on Peacock. And there's way more on Peacock, and it's a little disturbing. Ugh. So then we go over and meet Jen's mom, and I'm a little confused. Like, she seems really nice and fun, but, like, didn't she kind of portray her parents previously as, like, rich and conservative and mad at her for divorce? Sarah, let's let's try let's try this one more time. Let's let's start a new call and see if this fixes it a little bit. Let's start again. Okay, bye. Well, that sounds better. I mean, yeah, much better. Clear. We got to do Southern Charm anyway, so maybe I'll come up and we can knock out a couple in person. Yeah, yeah. Or I was, I was gonna text you and say like, I, I want to come down and knock a couple out with you too. So we'll pick a day and I'll come down, you come down, we'll okay. get her done. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's do it before the fourteenth, so we can have that one ready to go for Southern Charm. Yeah, for sure. 
Awesome. So I was just saying, I thought Jen's mom seemed really nice and like supportive and understanding. Yeah, I, I really, I liked how like affectionate she was with her and like, just like telling her like, and kind of like apologizing for the distance between them with Ryan or whatever. And it was just, it was like a very nice moment. Yeah. So we go over to Heather's party, and it is at that Vea Hotel that I told you comes up a lot. For yeah, one. yeah. So next time it's cheap, I will select it. Um, it looked nice. It's just I've never chosen it before because it's over on, like, Newport Drive. And that's just – some of the other ones are so much closer to you, you know? But now that she threw that party there, I kind of want to go. <laughs> yeah, for anyway. sure. So, um, hold on one second, Sarah, here, I'm just going to pause you. I'm going to mute you for one second. Sorry. Okay. So while she's doing that, I don't know if she paused me or just muted me. Um, Tamara and Jen show up in basically the same outfit, which is kind of funny. It's like the lime green, neon green, but I like Jen's better. It was like a shirt dress. I think Tamara's was all, Tamara's looked like something like on Project Runway where they're like, I'm going to have this structural jacket and it represents this building. But she lost me at the sparkles. It was structural, doesn't really go with sparkly. Wait, wait, who are you talking about? Shannon's? Tamara's. Tamara's, Tamara's. So I was saying Tamara and Jen basically showed up in the same outfit, but I like Jen's better. They were those neon green. Yes. I would have been mortified, though. I would have been like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was so distinctive. Yes. Um, Jen's was like, I th- think Jen's was Michael Kors. He ha- uh, I think I almost bought that dress. It didn't look the same on me as it did her. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I don't either. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> you should you should wear that for BravoCon. Um, (laughs) well, I won't be missed. Yeah. That's for sure. So, yeah, I thought Tamara's was an odd choice that it had sparkles all over it. It's just, it wasn't like the kind of outfit to have sparkles. I also feel like she's really leaning into the same sort of like outfit that she likes and like just buying it in every color. Yeah. And then doing that charo hair. Yeah. And it like, it looks good and like she looks amazing, but I feel like, with, like, her body and the way she looks and, like, how fun she is, she could pull off a, like, someone else should dress her because I feel like her choices are endless. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because her body, she could Yeah. Like, she, well, she's just, like, so little and petite and, you know. Yeah. So I liked Heather's helpers. They looked very Heather and their little Chanel-inspired looks. And they did a really good job. Like, you could tell, like, like she walked in and, like, didn't have to bark orders or anything, you know? Yeah. I liked that. I, I mean, Emily kept saying it's too much, but it's, like, it's a branding launch party, so it's fine. I liked little the mirrored menu and the mirrored place cards. I liked I it, it too. And I feel, again, I feel like Heather should just laugh along with it and be, like, like just or just say like I freaking love my initials like that's like you can love something like that it's fine like she has it on her phone case yeah. she likes to brand like that like that's fine like some people like some people love their astrological sign and that's like part of their personality like it's it's okay to be into that you know and it's literally called the HD network yes. so I thought it was cute but I will say I thought it was like pretty brilliant of Emily to crack that joke because it, <laughs> oh, wait, she was hilarious. It is funny and Heather can't take a joke, so it makes <laughs> it makes it funnier. Her looks were so predictable and spot on Heather when she's like, "No, really, I th- Emily, I love her dry straight man face. She's so fucking funny." And then Heather's just giving that disapproving look like I'm not going to scold her right now, but I will have a word with her later. She's not going to ruin my night. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It it was, Emily was spot on and it was, it was the comedy relief that we needed because imagine if no one cracked that joke at that party, like we would have like had like that Layla Milani and like, like there was like really nothing going on. 
And to continue on to like, no, really, I think we should have been branded when we walked in too. And I'm like, yes, like a, a door stamp on the wrist. A, li- a little temporary tattoo for your wrist. It's hilarious. <laughs> I have to say something about before we could talk more on the Emily stuff, hijinks. I thought Heather looked so beautiful. I loved her dress. Her makeup was flawless. She looked so pretty. And why I'm really building this up because then there's like, a scene later and I noticed this with a lot of the gals um so obviously it's either how important lighting is or like HD makeup you know when we get our makeup done they're like is this for in person just or is it for camera Mm -hmm. because it really makes a difference and we've seen it on ourselves in photographs when we do do that HD makeup and I'm wondering if that's the difference because like when they go to the beach scene later like Heather looks 20 years older. You can see like every flaw in her face, which she doesn't have many. She just looks normal, like a real lady. Um, I'm not saying she, she looks bad. Well, she, she, looks she is. I am finally seeing her age, which I, yeah. I really haven't before. Right. In the beach scene, but not really in this daylight scene. No, either. yeah, no, for sure. So I want to know, is it lighting or makeup? Because I need to do it. <laughs> for bravo con <laughs> totally we need to get ready but i don't know just something i noticed but i did notice it a little bit too with jen and sometimes i'm like god she's just so striking and beautiful and she is later too she just looks more her age in other and scenes. i and i kind of like that because sometimes like i'll watch the show and it's like so <laughs> yeah it's like just not realis- realistic at all and then i see them when they're not in their confessional or they're, yeah, they're at a daytime beach scene or something. And it's like, oh, okay. Like they still look amazing. It's just nice to see. um, I forget what the proper word is for that, but like the, their skin surface, like they're, um, you know, like it's just not like. Like Jenna does it coming to, well, sometimes Tamara does it without makeup, Mm -hmm. but Jenna did it this week too on New York when she goes to the house to meet up with them she had like no eye makeup on or anything like that and as she said she doesn't have eyelashes or eyebrows so she looked you know very like you know I'm just going with the natural look because I'm on the beach and she looked great yeah she did yeah so yeah that's why I'm pointing it out too it's like it it makes you kind of take a breath of oh okay relatable they still look great I feel like how I talk to myself every day like when I'm going out is like I I say like I look in the mirror and I'm like Holly the reason why like you don't look all dolled up right now and why we're not going to go like full face makeup is like I like to like razzle dazzle them when I do my makeup. So then people are like, who the hell is that? Oh, it's Holly. You know, like I don't always want to be like fully done because then I never look like special going out. Unfortunately, I really never go out. So that never happens. But when it does, people are going to be just blown away. Maybe. I mean, if it wasn't such a long day all day at BravoCon, it would be a great place to do it. But we'll figure it out. Yeah. Our... Our party, our live show, that's when we'll do it. Yes. Oh, for sure. And we'll fly Anais with us wherever we go. Yeah. <laughs> Vanderpump Rules stole my makeup artist, you guys. But I'm going to win her back. Yeah. Anyways, um, no, actually, I've never had her like say no because she's busy with them. But I'm sure she would be busy with them since I would only get my makeup done to probably go to a Vanderpump event. <laughs> <laughs> Not going out on a date and getting, like, my makeup done for two hours. Yeah. Um, okay. So what did you think of Shanna not going and, like, not texting her back until the day of? Which? I I kind of agreed with Heather in that, um, with that argument of just, like, if she would have given her a heads up, like, hey, look, like, I'm juggling all these things. I'm probably not going to make it, but I will tell you, I'm so sorry, but I have to be last minute. Like, is that okay? Or if not, then I'll just say no right now. Like, so I would have done something like that and been like, oh, oops, like I am, I can't do it, you know? Yeah. I get why she was, yeah, because she did have special seating and place cards and everything like that. So, Yeah. She and they, they all seem to take it very personally when someone doesn't come to their event. So 
it's like by this point they should all know it's a big deal to RSVP at least, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so back to Emily. She's she's so drunk you can't even see her eyes, which is kind of funny. She asks if like a bird or a butterfly is going to come out of the food thing. The cloche. Yeah, oh, that was hilarious too. Did you know what it was a it was a cloche? No, I had no idea. <laughs> I know. Um and Heather gives her that look again. And then they have the little gem salad. And first underneath the cloche, um, I was Googling, like, glass dome things, food tray things with smoke under them. Um, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, but it looked like just potato chips. And I'm like, are you, like, why are there just potato chips? And then obviously saw the caviar. But then they have a little gem salad and Emily's like, says her sand in it but more importantly she's like where's the dressing and heather's like it's right there it's those three dots on your plate like i hate that shit well everything looked so tiny you know it's like even yeah. even if you're like maybe like I, I am imagining myself i would be uncomfortable with that food and so i would want to like move it around my plate a little bit and pick at it so i would have had one morsel of food and one dot of dressing yeah that wouldn't so i don't i definitely wouldn't have vocalized it i would have like called you after and said that like what the hell was that but i i wouldn't have said it and then the way she's eating your cucumber that was that was funny too so she did that on watch what happens live they played a game and for every answer like she didn't answer she had to well, she just kept eating the cucumbers the whole time. And Andy's like, no, no, no. This is just for when you don't answer a question. But she ate, ate the whole bowl regardless, just sitting there. And they were like that long cut like they did on the show. That's so funny. So, but one thing that she said on Watch What Happens Live is that Heather and Shannon were right. It was – Gina was right. She's like, I don't know. I just it had it in my head and I was drunk and – I just thought it made sense that it was Shannon that said it, but she goes, I guess it was Tamara. So all of that huge fight. Oh, over, my gosh. I don't think she got wrong. It was Tamara after all. So That's funny. So then Tamara talks about Ryan meeting Jen's mom for the first time. And then I thought it was really funny. She's like, I don't know. She's like, I'm a little worried about his clothing. It's very questionable. And then they show a montage of his outfits. And then he does. He shows up in, like, the worst jacket. Yeah, he is something else. Um, Keep up. What is it? Keep up the good vibes. And then, like, hashtags on camo, on a print, on jean. Like, what the fuck? I mean, he's either, like, a very happy person or he's, like, crazy. I don't know which one it is. It's, like, (laughs) I, I, I can't decide. And, like, I just couldn't imagine, like, if I was, if that's who I was dating. Like, Jen seems so, like, not polished, but, like, she's very, like, put together, you know? And then, I, I don't know, it's like Justin Bieber and Haley, you know? Like, she wears a gown and he wears a sweatshirt. It's just weird. Yeah. All right. So, I'm a little excited in New York, they go to Anguilla, and in Salt Lake, they go to Bermuda. But I'm not excited to go back to Mexico because they film in Playa del Carmen on every freaking show and at this resort, Vedante. I don't know how many times I've seen that sign. Yeah, I, uh, that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, this feels very deja vu. And it's not even, like, exciting anymore because it's just, no. like, the only thing that's exciting is, like, maybe someone's going to get hammered, they're going to fight about a room, and maybe someone's going to get lost. Like, that's that's what we've got going for us. Um, Or, like, Shannon seems to think her speaking Spanish is the show's comic relief. She's like, donde esta? She- oh, no. <laughs> She's a, she's a, una mas, like. <laughs> Is that how I say it? Una or uno mas, like, like her daughter's correcting her. It's yeah. like, oh, she does this every season. And I feel like in her brain, she feels like she's very cultured by being able to speak Spanish. Like she's down with the people. Yeah. Kind of thing. 
And it's just kind of embarrassing. I also makes her look even whiter. I also like um the other positive thing about a, a trip is the people who feel uncomfortable on the trip. Like I'm already here for Heather not being included in like a room, and then yeah. and also her just not being able to be as fancy as she would want to be, which would be having her own room and like you know clapping her hands at the staff and stuff. Right. And yeah, I thought Vicky. I'm like. I thought Vicky was coming, but I guess she comes later. Okay. She seems like a bit much, though. Yeah. Like, mm, she's really bringing the, woohoo, Tracy Mika! Yeah, I don't know. I guess they got in trouble for, because they have a Trace Mika show, and they dress as, like, mariachis, and I guess they're just getting dragged for, like, cultural inappropriation. Yeah. Like, do, so just pick something else, you know? Like, yeah. like make it, like, switch it up, dude. Especially with, like, you know, like, do something fresh and new and, like, you know, Vicky getting a yeah. new start. Exactly. So I don't actually blame Heather for not telling them about the house, especially since she said it was such a fast transaction and they had an NDA. You can't trust any of these bitches or production. There's always a leak on production. Mm-hmm. So... I think she did the right thing. And they're all like, mm, that's hypocritical. You're not sharing. Well, like, yeah. And I, I think she also should have like stepped in with like, it wasn't a for sure thing. Like anyone who knows real estate knows that that shit falls through all the time. And on that big of an amount, you don't want to jinx yourself or like, I would have just been like, guys, like it was such a big deal that I just like, I crazy, crazy. All right. Well, we're almost done with those heat, but, you're just saying, um, Shannon thought it hypocritical not to share. And then Heather, okay, so then after Heather kind of uh, tells Emily she's being a, or she was being a dick, Emily accuses Heather of body shaming her because Heather made a cookie comparison with the cookies at her event to Emily's boobs. Now, would you have been offended? Yes. Okay. Because I think she said something about her nipples, didn't she? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't like that either. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. It's like, that's just, it's like, don't, don't comment on that. But then Heather's like, well, I was embarrassed. It was embarrassing and inappropriate. And I was very hurt that you said I looked like a whale trainer at the slip and slide. Like, clearly she's not talking about, like, she didn't say you look like a whale. It was a whale trainer, which you did. Yeah. I mean, and she said she looked skinny and everything. Like, well, you, come on. It's not the same thing. No. Nice try. Yeah. But boy, they sure, they sure had like their arguments ready to go. Like if that would have happened to me, like the insults would have started flying and I would have been like, shoot, wait, wait. Like, I I know I have something. I just don't know what it was. (laughs) Right. All right. Anything more on, oh, see, it it is heating up though. Just as we were saying, we were a little like, eh. You know, it's okay. It's a little boring, but it, it seems to be heating up. And it looks I'm like still it... waiting for like the bombshell thing to happen, and I think it's coming because we heard whispers through the grapevine that there were some other things that came up about Shan or not Shannon Heather that she wasn't sharing, and someone brought it up, and she was like, "Nope, nope, nope," like done. So I'm th- I'm hoping it maybe comes out next episode. I don't know. Okay. Well, you know. TBD. Yeah. Um, NYC also looks like it heats up, too. It just kind of starts into it again tonight, and then it looks like next week's going to be pretty fire. Mm-hmm. So I don't have too many notes on NYC, but just wanted to touch on a couple things. Like, okay, first and foremost, I can completely relate to Jenna, and she is totally right about – tanning does help your skin appear better i spent so much time either laying out going to places where i could lay out like weather um conducive places or going to tanning beds which not in jenna's defense jenna could have gone to a tanning bed um because of like what she has i have something different psoriasis which with medication goes away, but I used to always avoid medication because I'm kind of a, you know, try to try the natural things first. But it's so 
you know, it can really affect you. And like, remember those days when I would come home with another story for you? And well, not, I wouldn't come to your house. I mean, like home, <laughs> we weren't roommates, but you know what I mean? Like, remember the Burke Williams story? Mm-hmm. I like ran out crying. I've had been so many places and people come up to me and ask, or like the old man at the car wash that yells and points and screams, hey, hey, what's on your leg? And everybody in the car wash stares at me. Like, and the kids, how honest they are. Like, I've had flight attendants say what they've said to Jenna, like, ooh, somebody got too much sun. You know, it's just like, keep your comments to yourself about other people's bodies. We say that about, don't talk about, you know, body shaming or skinny shaming or any of this. It's like, this also applies to, you know, I don't go up to someone in a wheelchair that I don't know and be like, oh my God, what happened to you? You know? Yeah. I I was actually like really surprised that when she, you know, like she's been very open about her, you know, the things that, um, that she's dealing with. And, and the fact that the girls are kind of giving her some pushback on it. I'm like, that is like a lot of privilege to be able to be like, to not understand where she's coming from. You know what I mean? It's like, I, 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 it's like borderline rude and I can't believe they're really not being put in their place. Well, and Aaron just twisted it. Like, I think Jenna said her truth and then she maybe tried because you do feel uncomfortable too, because you're not asking for pity from people. But so I think she tried to kind of kid around and joke and lighten the mood by saying, well, actually, let me tell you the real truth. I didn't want to fly coach, you know, like, which was true, but also she was kind of making light of it so that they, you know, wouldn't be a real heavy conversation, but you know, I'm sure most of it was about her skin. And then even so like, the coach thing, like, who cares? Like, she's, like she said, she's six feet tall. I, I mean, I struggle and I'm not that tall with like leg room and whatnot. She's old. I'm old. Like, if you can do it, do it. Why do the other ladies care? Maybe they can all be like, hey, whoever wants to do this, do this. Or, you know, like, what's the big deal if she doesn't fly coach with them yeah and and again like I guess maybe it comes down to like once again getting on the group thread and being like hey guys I'm taking an earlier flight because of this you know but I think what happens is like they make plans they keep it secretive and then the girls feel like they're she's acting like she's better than them or something yeah like all of that I'm sure all of them can afford first class you know so it's not about that so I don't know yeah like the Christmas tree thing she was um I'm not sure I can make it. It's like if you just said, I don't get to see my son that often and we had planned this night, I'm sure every mother would have been like, oh, my gosh, of course, you know. Yeah, yeah. But she hides these little things. It's like just be honest and then maybe people will understand. Now, I was confused, and this is not important, but it bothered me. So they're like, well, Aaron's like, our airplane doesn't have um, business class or first class. And Jenna's like, I know, but this other flight does. And then they all get to the airport and they're all in the um, Delta Sky Club. And then I saw on the plane, they were on a Delta plane. And I've never been on a Delta plane where there's either, you know, first class or business class. It might be a smaller one with like smaller first class or business class chairs, but there it's, but it's considered you know, a business class. It's just smaller because it's a smaller airplane for these little two, three hour flights. Right. So I usually when there's no first class, that means they put you on a little partner air, airplane like Horizon Air or something like that. But they were on a Delta flight. So I don't know that I believe there was no, it was probably just sold out. But mm-hmm. Aaron specifically said, this doesn't, they don't offer it on this. I'm like, I don't think that's true. Yeah. But anyone a Delta flight attendant let me know I just you guys I've flown I'm almost at the million mile mark on Delta so and I've done a lot of two three hour flights on those planes and there's always it's just a it's a shittier first class or a shittier business class but there still is one yeah so I don't know just calling out some details so I mean I thought it was nice that Aaron brought Jana some soup and everything and seemed to be a friend I know. there for her but then she like talked behind her back. I uh, yeah, I that was a bummer. And like I I guess I don't know if I'm like relating to her a little bit. Not like 
I have been on girls trips. I love girls trips. But like, I think that because she shared that like, she's never been on a girl trip. She's it's clear that she's like uncomfortable in a girl group. And these things just keep on like, it's like, can you just like keep a secret for her and let her come into the group without drama being talked at her? Like, it, it was just like stressful. And coming from someone like Aaron on etiquette of Jenna left or her big thing was Cy leaving the party without saying goodbye. Like if you have a couple hundred people at your party, who does that? No, you don't say personal goodbyes, but that I think the etiquette of betraying your friend's trust and talking behind their back and kind of twisting what they said is worse than leaving a party without saying goodbye. So she's kind of like, hit or miss on the etiquette rules or friendship rules. And also I feel like, I feel like I've gotten myself in like this sort of hot water before. Sometimes it feels really good that when you're with like a big group of friends, like, you know, being the center of attention and telling a secret like that and getting a reaction from people like, and like Aaron kind of gives me that vibe that like, like she, she hasn't been on the best of terms with everyone either. And she's coming into this trip a little, like she just did the walkout thing. She's been kind of a diva. I think it made her feel like connected to everyone to sit there and shit talk and have no one judging her. And she yeah. could just sit there and be like, well, what do you think? You know, and I, I think she just, she found a little too much joy in that. Like a seat at the table. Like yes. I'm the cool girl this week. Yes. Yeah. What do you think? I've heard people like insinuate like, hobbits cheating by going to Vietnam like I actually you know I, I can see from you all with the little ones I believe that a he's like Stasi. It's if you have a nice first class seat he really enjoys flying he probably just wants silence and not someone going mom mom dad dad every two seconds so going for three days is not a big deal it sounds like three days of like silence and peace and so. like like no one can reach him like it's like it sounds very I, as soon as he said it i was like ooh, like i would totally do that like yes. that sounds amazing because you could come like here but then you'd have chad and your kids calling you still yeah and they would like track that. me and be like we're coming or something you know <laughs> Yeah, on a plane for 20 hours, that's 20 hours of guaranteed unreachableness. Yeah, you could read, you can sleep, you can eat, like, every, you can go to the bathroom, Watch everything. Movies. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt <laughs> that he just wants a break. Because and, she's going to Anguilla, of course, like, he should have his turn. And if, like, that's something he likes to do and he wants to go there, like, who is she to dictate that he can't, you know? Like, it's like... Yeah. I'm sure she has her things that, you know, help her decompress too. Yeah. Well, and, and then like, even like, as he's like walking away, she's like, well, I'm going to be alone. Like I have no help. It's like, that's what a lot of us parents do. No help all the time. Yeah. And he's like, you also, you do, you have your mother here, which yeah. a lot of people do not. Yeah. <sighs> so, well, the house looks amazing. I, it's surprising because <gasps> oh it gosh. looks so massive you would think everybody would be able to have their own room have you been there to that house no to um to <laughs> no, that I haven't. no it, it looks really cool yeah that's why i like when these shows go different places like i haven't been to bermuda so i'm looking for you know part of the reason i really want to go to turks and caicos is because like i think i first saw it when vicky renewed her vows with don gumbelson you oh know? i've and, always wanted to go there that looks then so I saw cool it somewhere else like the bachelor and i'm like oh i want to go there um, St. Bart's, I know everyone goes there and they show up, but it, it just has never really appealed. And it's such a pain in the ass to get there that no, I'll do Turks and Caicos, but I'm excited. Oh, I always wanted to do the, um, the islands where it's like the Dutch side and the, Oh, you should do that. And then the French side. Yeah. Um, and I was getting ready to plan a trip there, but then like they had that huge hurricane and it like destroyed half of it. So now it's probably ready again. Yeah. Um, God, you should go there to the Dutch side with your Yeah, that would be so cool. Um, is that the Virgin Islands? I think Maybe. so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Anguilla, I think maybe Kaya has been there. But yeah, it's nice to see different ideas. Yeah, for sure. What's worth going to and what's not. Like, I don't but need yeah, to see. But yeah, the place was beautiful. Beautiful. 
Yeah, and they give Jenna the shit room. But, I mean, I think that's fair. She was the last to arrive, and that's fine. You didn't fly with us. That's just kind of how it goes. It's like you have to be there to fight for your room. Otherwise, you get what's left over. And it's like, that's fair. And they're all amazing rooms. She just didn't have a bathtub or something. But she's six feet tall. Maybe she's not a big bath taker anyways. As, and, like, I would, like, deeply appreciate having my own room. You know what I mean? Like, that, to me, I would be like, I will take, like, a small room to have my own room. Oh, my God. That's totally in my notes. I'm like, I would rather take the small, shitty bathroom, which it was not a shitty bathroom, no. room, than chair. Yeah. Especially since it was they were sharing a bed. And it was yeah. also, like, nine feet tall. It would just so be really – I just feel like after, like, a long day of filming and, like, being – all the things, like, I would just love to come back, lay on the bed, take my makeup off when I want to, come out in my towel. Like, it just seems nicer. Oh, for sure. And also, you're on the ocean and you have a pool and a hot tub. Do you really need the bathtub? No, no. Well, not when you're but, – but we also like doing things like that. Some people don't. Yeah. So the ladies were saying Jenna just over-explained. I think they're right on this. I think if she had just been honest. But yeah, what does her friend's puppy have to do that, with this? That, I, was, I was on her side, like, from the beginning. And then when she threw the puppy in, I was like, no. It was like, it's just like a weird detail. And she should have left it out. Because, yeah. Every- then, uh, I was going to go to Miami, but then I couldn't. It's like, well, you could have went to the tanning bed. Yeah. <laughs> if, you know. But, like, but again, like, her original story is fun. She just had this gnarly dental surgery. She wants a couple of days to, like, unwind in the sun. That's completely understandable. And all those girls would have shut their mouth if she just stood by that. But then she got too detail-y and she lost it. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, that's all I have for New York. Yeah. Do you want to hit Patreon real quick and... Then we can sure if time. I don't have much. I just wanted to tell the two things over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Okay, we'll okay. talk to you guys soon. Okay, bye. bye.